0: Welcome to the Johns Hopkins University Press Podcast. I'm Mary Alice Yeski with the JHU Press Journal's division. The latest issue of social research is a special issue, In the Time of Plague, the History and Social Consequences of Lethal Epidemic Disease, COVID-19 edition. This special issue is a revisiting of the journal's fall 1988 issue of the same name, which was a response to the AIDS epidemic. The COVID-19 edition is made up of two books, Book one includes a response to the COVID 19 pandemic, and book two is a reprint of the original 1988 issue. Joining us today is the journal editor, Dr. Arian Mack. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Mack.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: How did the idea to republish and reflect on the journal's 1988 AIDS response come about?
1: Well, it's, uh, obviously, it was not rocket science <laughs> <laughs> as the uh, pandemic became more and more uh, real to everybody. And it was clear it was a pandemic. Uh, it brought me back to the very first conference uh, that I, I did as editor of social research, I think, in 1987. Uh, the, the issue was published subsequently in 1988. And it was at the height of the uh, hysteria around HIV AIDS. And uh, some people who are old enough can remember the photographs of uh, policemen arresting demonstrators with all garbed in gloves and in, in order to protect themselves from what they uh, considered a, a contagious person. Of course, they were not cont- AIDS was not contagious by uh, just touching somebody uh, or being near them. And anyway, that was a very uh, bad moment in the history of plague, the AIDS moment. And uh, it inspired me to do a conference, a a large public conference that became the the 1988 issue of social research in time with plague. Then um, this spring, when it was clear that we were uh, again in the midst of a, a widely, wildly virulent um, virus, uh, it seemed natural. It just seemed obvious to me that we uh, should republish and update the early issue, the, the 1988 issue. And so we decided that we would simply republish all the papers from the 1988 issue and then write to some of the authors who were still available and still alive, some of them were not, Uh, and to add new authors who we considered to be experts on COVID and what what COVID was offering us and what we were going to have to live with. And so that was the basis of the decision to publish a double issue and to do it quickly because uh, we moved the, it, this issue up in the order of to be published issues, forthcoming issues, in order to try to get it out as quickly as possible during the pandemic. And unfortunately, it looks to all of us, I think, as if the pandemic is going to be with us through the spring, which is a nightmare, but uh, it makes this issue continuously re- relevant.
0: How would you say that social research as a journal is uniquely positioned to address the, the myriad of issues, you know, that we're facing now in COVID-19?
1: Well, and uniquely, maybe not, but, but well positioned because... This is a journal, unlike most academic journals, which are disciplinary journals in, in political science, journals in economics, journals of sociology, we are none of those. We are and have been for the, all the years that I've edited the journal, which are many, 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 I started editing it in 1970, so it's unbelievable. (laughs) But at any rate, um, we are very much a journal of ideas and one in which we try as best we can to invite authors from very different specialties to address uh, subjects that we think are of current concern or just enduring concern. And all our issues are thematic, which made it even easier for us to focus on COVID and, uh, and plagues in general, because we, that's what we do. We have themes and the theme of this issue was plague. Uh, so in that sense, we were well positioned to address uh, the new pandemic.
0: When when you were putting together this issue, and I'm, I'm, I'm also want to ask about um, specifically about if you have any comments about authors that wrote both for the 1988 issue and this 2020 issue, when you were putting it together w- as an editor, was there anything that surprised you or challenged you?
1: It's always a challenge. <laughs> Every issue is a challenge. And the challenge is, the, the first challenge is the theme. Uh, but this thing we had, so that was not a challenge. And then it's finding people. And I very much wanted to uh, ask the people who had written for the original issue, uh, when HIV-AIDS was uh, very much in our lives, to write again about COVID. Some, uh, and then we added other people who, Kara uh, and I together, came for came up with their names as people who were experts. And who'd already been speaking out about various aspects of COVID-19. Are,
0: were there any sort of insights or specific comments or call outs or revelations from the new material that struck you or something that, that you read that you, you know, kind of weren't expecting or you thought um, that, that the author had really, um, you know, sort of was onto something?
1: I think the thing that is most startling, but I I, I don't know that it, I mean, since the newspapers made you aware of it, it was already in the public domain, but that is the serious differences between who this disease was affecting uh, compared to the HIV AIDS, Uh, virus because uh, one of the things that allowed the general public to sort of um, isolate AIDS was that, oh, well, that's a disease of gay men or drug users. It's not going to affect us. So ultimately, it was the other that that was vulnerable to that disease, whereas COVID-19 Uh, We're all vulnerable, but the the kind of most painful and depressing aspect of it was who was dying from it? Who who, who were people, poor people, people of color, the the people who were underserved and therefore more vulnerable. Older people, uh, and certainly that was a population not so much affected by HIV AIDS, but also people with no money. No health care, no access to hospitals, so uh, the poor and, and people of color and that is a a, a salient difference between the two diseases exactly I don't say that we discovered it or that I discovered it in editing the issue because the, the newspapers were already pointing it out, but I think it the case needs to be made uh, loudly that Once again, uh, the people who uh, are threatened most uh, are the people who are defenseless. I mean, look at what's happening in prisons. There's a population that's completely at risk and very little being done to prevent the spread of the disease in prison.
0: I, I completely agree. And I also think To me, especially after reading the pieces on COVID, the big difference to me, um, having you know, lived through the you know. 1988 and the onset of HIV AIDS I was granted I was you know a teenager at the time but I feel like where we're at now is that our actions collectively as a society affect the outcome of this disease which was not quite the same with HIV and AIDS where it was the the choices of, of specific people versus the choices of an entire country the choices of the entire world and so I found so many of the pieces in the journal fascinating because they're talking about kind of our collective moral you know need to to as a as a society work to get this under control versus just condemning someone for the choices that they made or or, you know, the unfortunate, you know, outcome of, of their disease status. Aside from the fact that the disparities in you know, morbidity are are terrifying and and awful, everybody's affected by this. This is a, a global collective memory. And I found a lot of the pieces in the first book touching on that and sort of how we're going to collectively remember this. Um, we're just, we're some really good food for thought. Was there anything else about the issue that you wanted our listeners to know or, or anything specific you wanted to point out?
1: No, I just think that uh, we were lucky to get it out quickly and that uh, it's very relevant. And I hope people will read it because it does provide some insight into, uh, what we're confronting and who is confronting it the most. And I think that's an important message. We did do a webinar, actually two webinars uh, on uh, the issue before the issue came out. Uh, and they were very well attended. And, and uh, the speakers were people uh, who were writing for the this, this COVID part of the uh, new summer issue of the journal. So uh, we did everything we could to try to get uh, the word out about, uh, and you know, it's a, clearly a subject that, as you said, it's universally of interest because we're all at risk.
0: Are those, um, Is the, are the webinars that you put together prior to the issue, are those still available online? I'm sure they are. We'll link those so our listeners can okay. see those. Yeah, we be great. Absolutely. So, um, what is coming up for the next issue of Social Research? What's your next topic?
1: It's not uh, unrelated to the uh, plague issue. It's on cultural trauma. It's guest edited by a colleague of mine who's a uh, uh, an expert and uh, a leading figure in a field called collective memory, and uh, clearly uh, COVID nineteen is going to be we think in in the future part of the collective memory of many societies uh, and it is certainly a cultural trauma so uh, the the upcoming issue the fall issue is really about what constitutes why do some things become a cultural trauma and, and remain in in the cultures, the memory of the culture and others disappear. Which uh, what what makes something a cultural memory? It's an interesting issue, and I think uh, many readers will find it interesting. But and it's clearly related uh, COVID, which we think will, uh, in times to come, be a piece of our cultural really, and our history. So um, it, it's in that sense. Interesting, and uh, we didn't plan it this way, but uh, fortunately, there is this you know, link between the two issues.
0: Yeah, relevant, relevant whether you wanted it to be or not. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, right. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, Dr. Mack. I'm so looking forward to that issue, and we will post links to the webinar so our listeners can see those. Um, and again, best of luck and stay safe and stay healthy. You too. You too. This podcast is a production of Johns Hopkins University Press. For more information, please visit press.jhu.edu journals.